This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. War. That's right. We're talking about Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3. To steal a line from a better podcast, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, so Solo's coming up in a week or two, or a week from the recording of this. <laughs> a week or two? <laughs> so we want to do a Star Wars episode, and we want to finish these goddamn prequels so we don't have to talk about them again. <laughs> and yet we will. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I didn't watch this movie when I made the list. <gasps> I, I, mean, I, start, I just turned it on. I watched the last first half hour. But I've seen it. A, I have seen this plenty. Although this is the least... Star Wars movie I've watched besides the Disney stuff. That doesn't make any sense. Um, so I, re- I remember seeing Attack of the Clones at least twice in the theater, and then probably Phantom Menace twice. I don't remember if I saw this one twice. In the theater. I didn't. <laughs> I, I know I saw Phantom Menace probably three or four times in the theater. Attack of the Clones a couple times in this one. So yeah, let's go um, over our history with this so I know we all saw a Phantom Menace opening night I think we were in different crowds but we were all there in the same theater anyway yep, got there hours ahead of time this is bef- well before assigned seating yeah mm-hmm. and I'm sure everyone our age or about the same age has the same general story of Phantom Menace Attack of the Clones that, for me there was still hope and same thing saw the midnight showing uh, wait, waited outside I think we probably all saw this one together yeah a work thing and then Phantom, uh, this one came out, and I remember I did not want to go see the midnight showing. Was like, screw this. Um, a special guest, Matt, was over at my house. We were just drinking, and he brought it over, or I had it, or we acquired it somehow. But we were playing the Revenge of the Sith video game on the Xbox, and it seemed kind of cool. So we were drunk and stupid, and we just, oh, well, let's just go watch the midnight showing. And I did end up seeing it. I think it's the last midnight showing I've ever seen. Um, Killed it for you, finally. Yeah, uh, and age, <laughs> but yep, uh, yeah. So that's my experience. I did see it opening night, but I don't think I saw it ever again in the theater. But then, of course, when I got the Star Wars bundle, it came with it, and I've seen it a few t- a few more times on home video. You guys? Yeah, yeah, cable or something <laughs> like that. I've got the Blu-ray bundle too, or on yeah. TNT or something. I actually don't own any Star Wars movies. Confession. Philistine. Well, I own enough for the both of us. <laughs> True. For all three of us. And then some. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Which I was thinking... Uh, I've been buying all the damn Marvel movies lately. I've been buying like old ones just because I haven't seen them. And then I was like... Hey, Blade 2? Is... Not Blade. Just the MCU ones. Although I already have, I have Blade 2, actually. That was a blockbuster... Buy, you know when they would sell used versions? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Never tiring the discs. Yeah. Um, 
forgot I was going with the MCU. But anyway, oh, I know there's going to be like a giant box set that comes out at some point. Mm-hmm. It's probably in the shape of Thanos' glove. There you go. The <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet. That'd be pretty rad, actually. All right. Well, unless you guys have any other anecdotes, I will say this. Uh, like I said, I was done. Like this was the end of Star Wars for me. Like I didn't know there was going to be more movies, and I just well, was... by this point we were hoping there wouldn't be any more movies. Yeah, and we'll get into it. But I mean, I don't. I think this is the best by far of the prequels. Um, that's not saying much. <laughs> and there's plenty of problems with it, but uh... it, was, it was trending for me. <laughs> for me, I don't. I don't. I don't know where I come out on. Which one I like the the least, or sorry, which one I dislike the least? <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, still be toss, toss, be a toss between uh, the Attack of the Clones and this one. Okay, um, that's something I I was springing on you guys. I wanted us to rank the Star Wars movies every time we review a Star Wars movie. Oh, so be thinking about it because it's going to change over time, um, and no one's going to hold you to it. But let's get into it. I didn't even go over. This came out in 2005. Um, directed by George Jeez. Lucas. Written by George boo. Lucas. Starring Hayden Christensen. <laughs> don't don't boo. boo George Lucas. Boo! Uh, Hayden Christensen, Natalie Portman. Boo! Boo! Hugh McGregor. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and uh, I guess, I forgot. Was Ian McDermott as the Emperor. And one James Earl Jones. Samuel L. Jackson, Space Jimmy Smiths, Frank Oz, Anthony Daniels. <laughs> Space, it's official title now, Space Jimmy Smiths. I heard that on another podcast. Saruman. Yeah, Christopher Lee and others. Um, okay, since this is my topic, I will go first. My list <laughs> is long and distinguished. Uh-huh. <laughs> And of course, Windows puts one. Oh god, these multiple desktops are killing me. Okay, I I, I don't want to just hate on the movie all to, all all day long. So I'm going to have a couple things to like here. Okay, yeah. but I'm not yeah, going to start. I out have that. exactly a couple things to like of this movie <laughs> on my list at, at least. Uh, okay, I this is not going to be any particular order. So I actually love the opening shot of this movie of the, the whatever blah 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 words and then you pan and then there's the two ships and they're just flying through space and then you have that reveal they're flying around another spaceship and the camera tilts and then it's just freaking chaos and the fight above Coruscant I think that's the the best one I think since the original of what you pan down to see and it, it turns into crap and there's robots running on the wings and they're doing stupid shit but before all that happens before Hayden Christensen actually shows his face there's some cool stuff happening so, so you're just talking about that initial shot or the kind of battle overall? No, just the initial shot. Like, okay. the, you're following the two ships, and you don't really know what's going on until they, this, until they flip around, and then all of a sudden you see that they're in the middle of this gigantic battle over a planet. And we've never actually seen a low-orbit space battle, too, so I, I like that. Hmm. Um, so that's uh, something I definitely like. And I, I will think, it, besides, obviously, the, the iconic one of A New Hope, I think this is the best one. Yeah, because the other one's Darth Vader ship landing and probe droids landing and. Uh, yeah, about that. Yeah, I mean they're they're cool, but they're, I thought this was really good. So that's my number seven. Hmm. Scott. All right, so my number seven. Uh, unlike you, Jeff, I'm going to start off negatively. <laughs> All right. Um, so I really tried. 
I, I really did make an effort not to just throw on lines of dialogue. Uh, right. <laughs> but there are two that really stand out here. Um, and this first one, um, because it, like many lines in the movie, just makes no sense. But it comes at a, a, a pivotal point in the last fight, which lasts like 45 minutes. Uh, but it's finally when uh, Obi-Wan has jumped to shore from the, the lava river. And Anakin is using the force to kind of maneuver the little suspender pod that they stole from Dune. And uh, Obi-Wan tells him, like, basically, give up. I have the high ground. Yeah. Oh, that's higher uh, on my list. Uh, Obi-Wan tells him he has the high ground. When, <laughs> when Obi-Wan, better than anybody, knows that the high ground doesn't mean shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he was trying to throw him off his game. I I don't know, but it was just it made no sense. In don't given, try give, it, Anakin. Yeah, I given have the high, high ground. ground. Yes, <laughs> given said it very condescendingly too. Well, he was. Uh, he, <laughs> he actually does a really good, he actually does a really good job of kind of uh, getting that same intonation that Alec Guinness does. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, just that the whole I have the high ground line, and then Anakin tries it anyways, and he gets his legs cut off. Um, it's it, it makes sense from a like a like an actual physics real life standpoint, I suppose, if you're going to impose that on on this universe with the space wizards, uh, the samurai space wizards. Um, but God, just after the end of the Phantom Menace, Obi Wan. Should have got his legs cut off at the end of that one. Yeah, I don't want to see the difference. Uh, just rolled my eyes at that whole scene, and then it just kind of took the wind out of the the sails of what became a dramatic moment, which I actually have a little bit more to say um, that isn't completely without merit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the I have the high ground line. Well, see, I mean, I hundred percent agree with you, but I'll just play devil's advocate here. Maybe he learned from what he did to. Darth Maul, so he would never fall for that trick again. I thought about that. In which yeah. case, there could have been a much better line of dialogue. Yeah. Like, assume, well, that could be said throughout the entire time. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, just like a simple, like, if Obi-Wan really didn't want him to do it, a simple, like, this, if you try to come across, it won't work. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would have made a little more sense. I, I just, I'm not as dumb as Maul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then she's gonna stand here and wait until you impale me or slice oh, me. Oh God! Uh, all right, uh, I have more to say about this whole thing later on. This myself, so um, yeah. Alex, number seven. My number seven is uh, that I, the last time I actually kind of, I guess, watched this movie was when I was absolutely hammered over at your place, Jeff. <laughs> really? That's the last time you watched this? Yeah. How long ago was that? Jeebus, years ago. Well, it was my old condo. Yeah. So, yeah, at, at so at least we... four or five years ago, more than like <laughs> ten. I think I took the day off, and then we had the genius idea of watching all six movies. And we're like, oh, shit, we're going to need a lot of drinks once we get past the first three. And boy, did we. <laughs> I remember, like, Leah showed up for, like, the, like, the halfway point of Empire, and we were just hammered. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But we did it! Yeah. 
And I, uh, I woke up for like the end of it for the lava fight. <laughs> there it is. It sounds that yeah. that whole day sounds completely worth it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was a bucket list <laughs> item, but now yeah. it's, now it's like impossible. You can't even do it now, Jeff. That's that's a shitty attitude to have. <laughs> yeah. Well, you hear about those people? <laughs> we got to do all nine. All the Marvel movies before, like oh, Infinity Jesus. War and stuff. Good lord, like, there's, not, there's not even com- enough hours com- in the day. Yeah, complimentary catheters for everybody. Yeah, yeah. poop socks. Poop socks. Cheebus. When I was at, uh, before they mentioned it, when I was at Bevmo the other day, the I had my Star Wars shirt on, and the the register girl was like, oh, "I just love Star Wars on Star Wars Day, uh, May the Fourth." We watched all nine movies. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Mother of God. <laughs> yeah. I did six. I'm not going to admit to that. That's, that's bad that you did nine. So, so they're, they're, are they including... So if she really did say nine, was she including Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming so, unless... Okay. Ewok Adventure? Yeah, Ewok Adventure or something. <laughs> you should have asked. <laughs> well, technically, with, there's 11 movies. <laughs> Yeah, there's tech, the Clone War movie. Like, not there was a cartoon cartoon movie that came out, right? Like, uh, I don't know, which, whatever. The two Ewok adventures. Yeah, there's, there's the special. Knights of the Old Republic one and two. Uh huh. Did you play those two, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't? Did you say that, Jeff? Yeah, it's like <laughs> okay. So, did you actually say your number seven yet, or just that's... yeah, that was it. It was a good memory the last time I saw <laughs> Revenge okay. of the Sith. So, yeah. All right. Um, my number six, I'll go to a bad thing now. So it was a bad note. <laughs> and I will have to say, no, I'll, I'll say that later because that's a really bad thing. Um, <laughs> Is it the C word? <laughs> yeah. I'll say like, another good thing then. I like... The one, I think, moment in any Star Wars movie, at least the prequels, where there's actually, like, two characters just talking together, and that's the uh, Palpatine, Anakin, uh, during the opera, doing, like, the Darth Plagueis the Wise speech. The name is so terrible. It is. Come on, they're all terrible. I'm I'm looking for little bits here, Scott. I don't want to be the asshole that always hates Star Wars. Mm -hmm. But what what a... Is that that's the same scene where they CGI'd <laughs> Christensen's face to get the right emotions? I heard about that. Yeah, Jeebus <laughs> oh, H. Okay, but you hate the name Scott. I learned this on uh, the Swick podcast that the opera that they're at is called Squid Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wonder how that didn't make its way into the movie. <laughs> Oh man! But I think I it was the like... diva's understudy that had to take on the role because you know yeah. she got killed for the stones. Do, do it, Alex! Before the show, do, do the... <laughs> yep. Right. Sounded, but... sounded like uh, Adam there. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza rolls. Um, I do like I do like the speech she's talking about how he learned not from a Jedi all these things that he's telling Anakin uh, he's Ian McDermott's awesome here Anakin is yeah. Anakin um, <laughs> you can see thought bubbles coming up above his head but <laughs> it is one of the few I mean I'm trying to think even in 
the original Star Wars? Is there just a scene someone talking? I guess maybe when Obi-Wan's explaining the Force to Luke and talking about the death of his father and all that. Like, that might be the only time where characters actually just sit there and just talk. Um, and I do like that when it's done correctly. And this one, I don't know if it's done correctly, but it is a moment in this movie that I do like. Um, I wish it wasn't called Squid Lake. Although I do like the ominous music in the background. There's all righty <laughs> then. Whatever it is. <laughs> Omnibus. Cheesy um, puffs. So I, I, I do, you mentioned Ian McDermott. I, I do like that he, he aged into the role. Mm-hmm. He's actually he's actually pretty young when he did the Emperor initially, mm-hmm. like relatively speaking. Yeah, it's so weird. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I put down my liter of beer. <laughs> Jesus. All right, uh, Scott, number six. All right, number six is a positive thing, and that is General Grievous. Uh, the the whole coughing thing is kind of weird, and he does look kind of goofy, but he is menacing enough. And it is cool that he's collected lightsabers from Jedi's that he's killed, uh, mm-hmm. and then he's got the the extra arms, and he gives Obi Wan eh, a pretty decent fight, uh, which leads to one of the almost amusing parts of the movie where Obi Wan uh, makes the joke about the blaster. But uh, yeah, General Grievous, he's menacing. There's a whole like backstory for him that they never get into in the movie, which might have made it a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I was a little tired of them fighting fucking droids. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was actually a, a cool concept for a character. The, the name's Goofy. Uh, I, I could have stood to see a little bit more of him doing, doing stuff, I guess. But uh, I, I did like that character. I don't know. I think it's his voice that I don't like. I, I like the idea they're setting up that they do have these bio, you know, it's kind of the leading up to Darth Vader, right? Where you can have this organism with the robot stuff. But I. General Kenobi! Oh, he might as well be Watto again. I don't know. Like, I... <laughs> ah, you swindled me over <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not a racial stereotype. <laughs> And the coughing, and I think he kind of looks okay. He looks all right. He's definitely not the worst thing in, in the movies. But I think it's his voice that I really don't like. But, yeah, when you put him next to Roger, Roger, and all that stuff, and, yeah, he looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Someone who's not a complete robot, too, is nice. Yeah. Robot. Or and I guess if you watch the Clone War cartoons, there is a, his whole backstory is all in there. Right, right. Which is pretty damn awesome. So up to this point, like all the villains have been the droids, the uh, whatever the fish people are, the Nemoidians. the trade, the Nemoidians, Thank you, the Trade Federation, and then Count Dooku. Like that was it, pretty much. I guess the stupid ant people. Ugh. Yeah. So so Grievous was kind of a nice change of pace. All right. Uh, Scott, Alex, number six. Oof. My number six is... <clears throat> I, I was pretty much done with this movie by the time this scene came around, but I was really fucking done after this. Is when <laughs> Amidala is giving birth <laughs> and the delivery robot just pulls out two CGI <sighs> babies out of her vagina. Can I put that on my list? You? How could you forget? I, I found that I'm sure both of you were going to have Block that list. out of my memory. 
They're not CGI babies, guys. They're CGI it. babies. CGI they're babies. superimposed babies. Uh, CGI babies. They're not CGI babies. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the CGI babies if it means not the line that comes afterwards from the stupid robot doctor. <laughs> Uba. Uba. <laughs> that one? <laughs> yes. We can't explain it, but she's lost the will to live. <laughs> such a... Well, you are a doctor. <laughs> Who are we to argue? <laughs> yeah. oh, that happens all the time in this galaxy far, far away. Oh, God. Oh, Jeebus. Yep. CGI babies. That whole delivery. Like, uh, come on, man. Nope. All right. Well, that'll leave me in my number five, and it'll be Padme's death. It's fucking awful. Yep. I refuse to believe that's really what... I Just... I. It's like she's dying of a broken heart and massive blood loss from her uterus. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but, but, but mostly the broken heart. Yeah, <laughs> some actual medical reason. Or like when Anakin choked her, like it's it, she's cho- it's she's all swollen on the inside, or you know her throat's all fucked up. I just oh god, yeah, it's it's so bad. It's unforgivable. It's the worst thing ever. I- <laughs> Yeah, see, easy. Anakin chokes her. She passes out. She's about to die, but they had the C-section. The baby's out of her. Boom. Yeah, I mean, Problem that's solved. if you have this. But you could have had Anakin kill her in a fit of rage accidentally, right? Or, or something, if that, you want. Yeah. Right? And, and then, you know, lightsaber, you know, like a wampa. Just <laughs> like a tauntaun. Just smells, lightsaber the baby's right out of her. Smells terrible on the inside. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to me, okay. Looking back on it, if you, if you if you grew up with the movies, Princess Leia knows her real mom. Like the, she should yeah, have died in this movie. To, I was you know, just about to bring that up. I think yeah. she has memories of uh, Jimmy Smith's wife, or space Jimmy Smith's you know, wife. He even says your real mom. In Return of the Jedi. He's like, you have memories of your mother, your real mom. I mean, so eh. yeah, she says I from when I was like very young. She says, yeah, well, very young. Yes, in this movie, she's a. Two seconds old before her mom dies. Like, like, come on, she, no, she's like a she's like a Benny. Smith's wife must have like passed away early no. on when she was like three or four or something. She's like a Benny Jesuit. Oh, yeah, you that's the one. Def- you're defending this shit. You just spice in the wombs. I'm not. I no. I think I I completely agree with you, Jeff. I was just thinking about that, like about how yeah, like Princess Leia has the line about how she remembers her mom, her real mom. But I don't think it's she still doesn't. It's not Amidala. She's thinking her real mom is Mrs. Jimmy Spade Smith's. It's still I dumb. I think at the time that he wrote the line in Return of the Jedi, that's exactly what he was talking about. And then by the time we got to well, this movie, he's like, fuck uh, it. Of course. But I'm just trying to save the characters, damn it. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, she didn't have to die in this movie. She could have... Because it doesn't... Uh, yeah, her character's pretty Anyways. worthless in this movie. Anakin shouldn't have known she was pregnant, first of all. Because he would have been looking for Luke the entire time. <laughs> What's your number, number five, Scott? <laughs> okay, so number five is the my second and last positive thing. Um, going back to that that final lava fight on Mustafa. <laughs> what was the Mustafa? Mustafa. Yeah, Mustafa. Um, Mustafa. So after Mustafa. Mustafa. <laughs> so after Anakin's head is has been delimbed. Um, and he's crawling up with the, I hate you. Um, you actually, 
Ewan McGregor actually manages to sneak in some actual real acting, <laughs> some real yeah. emotion to that scene um, that actually adds a, a, a layer of depth on their relationship. Because the whole, all three movies, they talk about uh, how they sense an Anakin fear and like emotions are bad and the whole point of being a Jedi is to like set aside your emotions. Um, and Obi-Wan basically gets very emotional um, and that it's actually probably the best bit of writing the entire movie, uh, dialogue anyways, uh, when, when he says, uh, you are my brother, uh, you know, and then he goes on to the, you were supposed to return balance and all that other stuff. But the, the brother part, like he, he didn't consider Anakin just his student or his, uh, like a fellow Jedi or even just a friend. Like he actually saw him as like his, his like family. Um, so in a way, like it, it shows that, Hey, you know, maybe the whole tampering of emotions isn't the the right way to go, and eventually get around to that in the I don't know what you call it, the, the later sequels like um, Force Awakens anyway. Um, but yeah, I just he <laughs> again I'm surprised like uh, Lucas must not have been on set that day or something. Um, hmm. So you know what the rumor is is that Spielberg directed that scene. <laughs> it's confirmed that he helped direct some of the their fight stuff. Okay. And since that's the only part that make that is, stands out, that's everyone just thinks it's that scene. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. There's rumors, and but it would make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, but so, I agree with everything you said. Yeah, just for the whole movie, like Hugh McGregor does a really good job because he's he's kind of like channeling Alec Guinness, but he still has that kind of wry humor that that he gives off, and um, but he's still mostly straight laced. And then yeah, for him to get emotional at the end is is great. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, to me, this is Kenobi's movie. Like, it's supposed to be an Anakin movie, but this is his movie, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of drives I mean, it. The, his, like you said, his already his confrontation with uh, Robot Coffee Guy, his thing with Anakin, uh, him riding a green lizard. I mean, come on. <laughs> this fucking lizard. <laughs> mm-hmm. That almost made my list. <laughs> God. Uh. But he's yeah. good. So, so just to digress a little bit, since we're talking about about the actors here. So, like, Portman is pretty forgettable here, if not outright bad in a couple places. Um, Christensen, I, I, he's not he's he's not mailing it in. And I kind of appreciate that. Like, but it just felt like they they either felt like didn't what? didn't know what to do with the characters or the. Obviously, direction is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, writing is another part of it. <laughs> writing. I mean, like, McGregor manages to pull it off. So is he just, like, that much more charismatic than the other two? I don't know, because obviously Portman is no slouch. Um, and I would argue that Christensen's not even that bad actor. I've seen him in other things. He's not bad. Yeah. So, right. I don't know. It's just disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, I think Lucas is definitely to blame. On the directing. I mean, like... You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> on the directing. He's just a bad director. He's a great storyteller. Probably the best of our generation. But as a director, yes. he's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> just... He's not that great. <laughs> All right, so that was my number five. All right, Alex, number five. My number five is the whole point of view BS speech. <sighs> Yeah, I know. 
just that whole exchange right there before I had before the day was a double whammy point of view and then I have the higher ground ugh oh wait no that happens earlier right yeah it, not that not that far before that but yeah yeah yes I have more that's to say the beginning about that of the line. fight and that's the other one's the end of the fight okay well no the point of view thing is they're out in the lava really yeah Oh, that's right. I'm thinking of the... the I stand for democracy! Yeah. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Yeah. And Jedi... Democracy. And Jedi who say that one line about... (laughs) About absolutes from Siths. Yeah, so... It's like, oh, Jeebus H. Way to turn the certain point of view thing that Alec like set up. Uh... Pretty much, you you got to tell even in uh, Return of the Jedi that that was kind of like a backpedal type of thing from a certain point of view. He was, you know, he was what I was talking about and stuff. But they they made it work. I don't of, think I, know, I I never thought that before, Alex, that it was a callback, and I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, it's still. I did I did not think that's a callback to Obi Wan or to at least Lucas writing that same line for Obi Wan back in Episode Four. I think it is. I don't. I, so. I mean, I think it is, but not. I think he, for some reason, didn't think the audience would understand why Anakin was going evil, and so we had to spell it out and just like, I am only doing this because from what I, from my point of view, like, and then he goes, oh, I could use this line from his other movie, from my other, yeah, movies. Like, mm-hmm. he reuses lines all the time in these things. With I got a bad feeling about this, and this is where the fun begins, and yeah, but those are you know cool. I know, but I'm just yeah. Saying, they like, just made this one is just trash. It is. It's awful. Yeah, yeah that's my number five. Yay! <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> my number four. I'll do a good thing, and it's not that great, but I do like the explanation of Order sixty. No, Order sixty six, and the montage of. How do you defeat all these Jedi who are supposed to be super uh, powerful? I, how else do you do it behind some kind of trickery? And I do like it. Now, it wasn't executed the best, but I do... I appreciated it for this crap of a movie. So so I, I agree on that. That much of it, Jeff, that... Yeah, that was the only way to take out Jedi in mass was for them to just never see it coming. Right. Uh, but, I, but, yeah, I have more to say about that in a minute. <laughs> okay. Um... I do think I like the music there. Um, I do like it's some of these Jedi, which we never really got to see, but like they're on the council and they never get to say anything, but they're there. We get to see him die. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I do. Main thing is I appreciated that. Okay, we have all these super powerful Jedi. Although in the Attack of the Clones, some of them aren't that powerful. They jump up and Boba Fett shoots them, but or Jango Fett, I guess. I, yeah. I, I did like. Yeah, you gotta explain it somehow, and this explained it decently well. Now, why Yoda is the only one who can sense the turn, and the other ones can't? I don't know. He's but, a Yoda. I know, but uh, just I feel like a fool when I was a kid back in the day saying a Jedi could take on Superman, and then you watch these movies, you're like, no, Jedi couldn't take on Robin. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they could take Robin. <laughs> oh, some of these guys. Uh, definitely not Batman. <laughs> no, definitely not Batman. Wait, 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 wait. A Jedi oh, or Ditka? <laughs> Ditka. Saw that one coming a mile away. <laughs> so, Execute Order 66 is on my list. 
Alex, Scott, number four. Four. Okay. So, (laughs) number four, and I have written out here, Jedi go out like chumps. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So, so again, Jeff, I agree that the, that's it's a good explanation of how they got uh, exterminated, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they all go out like fucking chumps. <laughs> like they're just like all of a sudden there's just surprise and then they're dead. Like I could see them being surprised and then overwhelmed by numbers and or, or well placed like explosions or something like that, depending on like a case by case basis, but. Yeah, like I, I, I can see like a couple Jedi getting taken out that way instantaneously. These are supposed to be like, like they're not just on the council; they're fucking Jedi masters. Um, well, you have to be a master to be on the council. Oh, mm-hmm. well, there you go. Uh, so I don't know. It was just very uh, unsatisfying to be like, "Uh, that's how they're all gonna die." All right. Like- <laughs> all right. I guess I at least it moves. This. I guess at least it moves the plot along. If this would have happened earlier in the in the trilogy, and then the end of the trilogy ends up with Vader and the Emperor like just single handedly like hunting them down and just like oh dude just that would have been awesome the whole time and killing them that way. Yeah, I would. I'll take that any any day of the week. But with what we got here, I'll take it. I will. But yeah. I mean, there's some books that have been coming out. Lords of the Sith. Did you guys happen to read that? Probably not. Right? No. Nope. It's one of the first newer books of the, the new Disney thing. And it takes place after Sith, before A New Hope. And Vader's new. Like, this, the, the masked Vader is new. And it's just a cool thing about how he's going. People don't know who this guy is. He just showed up all of a sudden. Tarkin has a feeling that it may be Anakin. Which is kind of cool, and then he just goes through. Well, oh, because he's, starts... he's he's force sensitive, right? <laughs> no, it's just because he's dealt with him <laughs> for so long during the Clone Wars and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, Vader just starts wrecking, and he looks like this evil monster. Like when you see it from the point of view of the the good guys, they're just like, "What is this evil monster? This is pretty crazy." And then even Anakin like starts to have like doubts, like, "What am I doing? I was supposed to get you know help Padme." Then the Emperor just keeps fucking with them and just like kind of stuff like that's really cool. They never put it in the movies. Fuck. Right. No, because it was good. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, why would they put that in the movies? So, so there's se- sorry, there's a scene where they, they get stranded down on a planet and they wander across a village and Emperor's just being a total dick, and this one guy does something wrong and he's gonna kill this guy and, and Vader like talks him out of it. And then that guy Ends up doing something still, and then Emperor just basically makes Vader kill every single person in the village after that. And it's just keep putting them toward the dark side. I like that. I'm just rambling. You guys can talk now. <laughs> so speaking of Yoda being like the only one to sense it coming, uh, I'm still disappointed after Attack of the Clones and after Revenge of the Sith that there wasn't... And <laughs> this is just like a personal like wish that there wasn't like some brief scene of like Yoda... Like walking away from just a fucking pile of stormtroopers yeah. that he just killed that came after him, like like a mat, like a giant fucking mound, like <laughs> like he just went through like a whole like battalion or something and just fucking wrecked them all, like that would have been fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Instead, we get to see him have the old man fight at the end of uh, both movies. But is that the Jedi way, Scott? 
He fucking decapitates the ones that turn on him. Yeah. He clearly he? doesn't I have mean, a... Devil's Advocate again. I don't know. Yoda's a bitch. Yoda is a bitch, and I have more to say about that. <laughs> my next one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that's so that's my number four, is that they all go out like chumps. Mm-hmm. And really, Obi-Wan was more lucky than skilled. Oh, yeah. All right, Alex, number whatever, four. Four, lava fight. It was pretty cool on Mustafar. I like, pretty cool? I like that. Yeah. Okay. It would have been cooler if it didn't last 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so there is that, but... I mean, aside from, you know, when they were raving out in the control center, when they actually got into the lava with the things falling and the on the floating droids and stuff, that was cool. I like that. I mean, it wasn't a bad fight. There was the one part, though, where they just start fucking, like, swinging their lightsabers around for no reason. Yeah, they were raving. Yeah, that's in the console scene. Like oh, oh, okay. That's what you meant yeah. by raving. Okay. okay. Yeah. Got it. Sorry. Yeah, that was dumb. Alright, I have a little more to say about this too. I don't like Hold on, what's oh make we'll make this my number three then. What the hell? Um <laughs> My number three is I that was the fight I was looking forward to the most when the prequels were happening, and it did not live up to my expectations. Like I thought the lava I mean it was cool that I mean, we all knew it was gonna be something to do with lava, right? It was all from the backstories that you knew. But them floating on robots through the lava and and just swinging from I just hated that. I and the everything about it was just bad. It's just I think I mentioned this with Civil War. Like I wanted to be like that. I wanted to be just Tony Stark and Captain America just beating the shit out of each other, all raw emotion and stuff. And it just was just swing. It's CGI fest and uh. why? The, why the fuck did they go to that planet again? I don't even remember. There's some like some like thinly veiled like oh the rest of the blah blah are there. Yeah. So Palpatine sends the. Whatever those dudes are called, the the Nemoidians. Yeah, all those guys of the Trade Federation. There, he sends uh, Anakin there to kill them all, and then wait for more instructions. Uh, before he leaves, he tells Padme where he's going, and then Obi Wan follows Padme there, like hijacks on her ship, uh, hijacks, uh, stows aboard her ship, and then he takes her there. She takes him there. Hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's, I don't... I'm just like, here, let's let's get to a place where we can have, like, a massive fight in lava. That was basically what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, if you would have, like, done it on the shores of lava, <laughs> like, it would have been fine. And maybe a couple jumps, but literally they're, like, fighting on these robots that are floating in the lava. It's just stupid. And I I don't know if I, I, I guess I like it because we've never seen it before. The blue-on-blue lightsaber was kind of weird, but I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do like a couple of times where they. I think you're, what you're supposed to get out of the rave scene is that you know it's the teacher fighting the ma- uh, the master the student, so they keep doing the exact same moves. Right? There's one point where they both do the force push at the same time, and they're doing that. They're 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 equal. I like the concept, just it's executed terribly. <laughs> Swinging our lightsabers around, force push. Yeah. And then it all ends with your your yeah your high ground. Ugh. Yeah, I think it would have been better if they did like a, like an Austin Powers. Every time they use the force, they just use force first. So force push, force kick, <laughs> force jump. Oh god, it's so bad. And 
I will say the very, very end with Anakin screaming, I hate you, sliding her to lava. I, I, I kind of like that, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's more disappointing than anything. Like said, this, is, this scene... I need a drink. I'm done. Alex, yeah. Scott, number three. I just thought so much should be on my list. Anyways, uh, so, as, as I said a minute ago, uh, so my number three I have written down here, Yoda just fucking gives up. Yeah. Way to go, Yoda. Yoda's a bitch. <laughs> he loses one fight, which, by the way, he was more than healthy enough to walk away from. Yep. And uh, he's like, well, I'm going to peace out. Hope you other motherfuckers can figure this out. I'm going to go yeah, live in I'm a leaving. swamp. I'm going to go live in a swamp. <laughs> uh, I'm going to wait for this kid to get 18 years old, and then he'll go fight my battles for me. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Mm. Yeah, that's that's basically it. That's, I don't know. what. It, so, do you guys have that fight on your list? The it's Yoda? Uh, honorable mention. Okay. Oh, so, no, well, yeah, the Yoda's a bitch. It's an honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so, Yoda flinging around the Red Guards was fucking badass. Yep. And then it was just all downhill from there. Like, yep. there was there were a couple cool concepts. Like, like them flinging the, the Senate pods or whatever. Um, but that was about it. Left in him. Otherwise, it was just the CGI. Like again, like Jeff said, a CGI fest of Yoda yeah. just jumping around, spinning lightsaber. He's supposed to be a fucking like the best swordsman, and I'm not getting that. <laughs> Everybody I, fights I, doesn't have any problem dealing with him. So I think the fan service here hurt. I don't think Yoda ever should use a lightsaber. Neither should have Palpatine. They're beyond lightsabers, with right? Wouldn't you have thought? It should have been a wizard battle, but I don't know how you do that because yeah. wizard battles are yeah. stupid. But Either that or I thought Yoda was going to be just so damn fast that you would barely see him on screen. Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I mean, I did like the parts where Palpatine shoots the lightning at him and Yoda just kind of catches it. and That's cool. I wish it more of that. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe wizard they should fight. never have met in the first place. I don't know. But the fans wanted it. I'm sure I wanted it back then. But it's stupid. It's so stupid. Yep. So anyways, uh, Yoda fucking gives up. That's my number three. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Space Jimmy Smith catches him as he's falling down the, the hole. Yeah. Yoda go down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex, number three. And number three is the whole high ground BS. Okay. Who's uh-huh. clicking a pen? Jeff. Jeff. No one was clicking their pen. <laughs> <laughs> I was flipping the cap on my thumb drive, but I wasn't flipping Okay. Pen. Okay. Same thing. Well, from my point of view, it wasn't the same thing. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I hate you, Jeff. <laughs> Don't try it, Jeff. I have the higher bandwidth. <laughs> All right. So, anything more to add to that than Alex? Nope. Okay. Um, my number two is Padme. In this movie, like I've heard, it's because Natalie Portman wasn't easy to work with on the set. I don't know, but her character well, is pretty movie. much reduced to a baby oven and something for the boys to fight over. In this, and I am not one of those guys who like pay attention to that much stuff like this 
uh, you know, when you, a lot of people say, oh, girls are just there for this in the movie, this for that. I don't really notice that. But in this one, it's so bad. She doesn't do anything. She's sitting there combing. I'm pregnant. I'm combing my hair on the balcony. And her hair looks terrible, by the way. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, the boys are fighting over her, kind of. Like, it, it's it, her... Not that her character was that strong to begin with, but at least in the first two movies, yeah. she's right alongside yeah, that, the, the boys the third one, she has, she has no agency whatsoever in this third movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the first one, she kind of gets duped by the Emperor, but then she knows that, and she goes back and fights her battle. In the second one, uh, you know, she loses her part of her shirt, and that's cool, and there's a fight. <laughs> but at least she's fighting. It's stupid love scene, but at least she's there. This one, yeah, she's just, I'm holding the baby, and you guys can fight over me. It's awful. Um, now I've heard part of it's her fault because George didn't want to work with her. I don't know, but it's terrible. It's bad. I refuse to believe that Leia and Luke came from such a weak person. The way, <laughs> the way she's performed, uh, portrayed in this third movie. That's why they really hid them. Actually, not to hide them away from the Emperor, but just yeesh. Look, would you see Leia like once getting knocked up, just like hanging around and just combing her hair on the balcony? Like, no, it's dumb. Shame on you, Lucas and Natalie Portman. I blame both of you. Natalie. I'm good with that. Yeah, she's bad in this movie. So that's my number two. Scott. Uh, Number two is just kind of Anakin's overall transformation, his uh, stepping into the dark side, embracing the dark side. Like, the evolution there just doesn't make any sense and the whole movie is about that the whole yeah. trilogy the whole prequels are about that they they like like you said jeff the the dark plagueis speech outside of the plagueis name anyways um <laughs> that actually is like the strongest bit of like explaining why anakin's doing what he's doing or or how he's be, how he's turned but the rest of it doesn't make any fucking sense like why they why they never do anything to explain like why he would think that the Jedi were in the wrong. Like, you kind of get that a little bit with Mace Windu, where Mace Windu looks like he's going to kill the... Uh, kill Palpatine. But that's as close as they get to, like, the Jedi being tyrannical or evil or whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I guess he's evil. Like, it, it didn't make any sense. I guess... I don't know, somehow those those Jedi kids were really a problem. <laughs> yeah. <Ringlings. laughs> I, I just... I didn't buy it. It didn't make any sense by the end of the movie. There was no payoff there for him turning. Again, again, there was the, the bit about him trying being able to save Padme. It makes a lot of sense. They just kind of gave that up for him just being like, well, we've got... This movie's already like three and a half hours long before the, the final cut anyways. So like, oh, just, just jump like to him. And yep. Agreed. His, yeah. his heel turn is... Ugh. Yes, yeah, heel turn did not work for me at all. Nope. Now um, yeah, I agree. Uh, um, I'll add a little bit more to this with my number one. <laughs> so, uh, Alex, number two. Now we get into the good parts for me. Okay. And number two is when they show Anakin getting burned up by the lava after his legs are cut off and stuff. Jeebus, that was brutal. That was cool. It's like, oh man, he's really fucked up. He needs some robot parts, stat. Okay. Yeah, I guess they leave no room for questioning why he needed to be made into a robot. Mm-hmm. More machine than man. Yep. No, like I said, I like that part. That was the only part I think I like of the entire fight. 
Yeesh. That's it. All right. All right. Well, then my number one, just to continue off of what Scott was saying, I think why he turns bad is just awful. I mean, he tried to plant it in this movie where the Jedi are constantly telling him no, and it's like they're holding information, but it just doesn't work. And then this is my favorite line from this movie. You guys have your other ones. This is it's when he kills Mace Windu. And he goes, "What have I done?" <laughs> <laughs> he falls to his knees, and then basically he's like, "I will be Darth Vader." Like I, I am, Darth, I'm evil now. Like that's pretty much how the turn happens. It, it's yeah. so awful. What have I done? <laughs> yeah, like, I think there's multiple problems, but Lucas starting this movie, this trilogy off with super young Jake Lloyd was the mistake. That movie's a throwaway movie. It doesn't really... When he, complete, he completely ditches the whole midichlorian thing. Well, forget yeah, that. Yeah, sure. And the Jar Jar thing. Yeah, Jar Jar barely... He's in the third one, but he doesn't do anything, right? He's at Padme's funeral, and that's it. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he was aware of the, the backlash. Some of it, anyway. But it's so much wasted development for... for like he said, all this stuff we were talking about, you could have built up more about why he's a good guy, but just he's going evil, all this stuff. But they had to cram it in in his last movie, and it just didn't work. Like, uh, I don't know. But yeah, it, I didn't buy it either. It's it just all of a sudden just turns like, okay, I probably shouldn't have... I realized I probably shouldn't have cut off Mace Windu's hand... Fuck, I want to save Padme. And then the very first thing that goes, now I go kill all the kids of the Jedi. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, you were saying, like, what the fuck? I don't know. It was just like when Jeff went to the East Coast and he drank all of the youngling. I did. The youngling. <laughs> Stupid. I will say, though, I do like, it's just... This is fan service. Him marching on the Jedi Temple with all the stormtroopers behind him and the music playing. That yeah. was a cool. It's cool shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Master Skywalker, I haven't eaten in days. <laughs> How about a hop, Penny, sir? <laughs> all right, number one, Scott. Number one is the, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> so that line. It might be the worst line in any movie ever. Um, so we, we've, we've covered most of it. But just, like, nobody would say that. Like, that line literally means that, oh, it's just my point of view. I could be wrong, but this is how I'm going to act based on my current belief system. Like, no, you would say, like, he could have said anything else. Where he, he could have, he should have just fired back and says, like, and said... No, I'll be the one. Like fuck you, don't... you, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Dad. You're not my real dad. Um, no, you should. You should have said something along the lines of, uh, "It's like, don't you see, Obi Wan? Like, it's the Jedi that are holding the galaxy back, or something. Like, anything would have been better. Like, yeah. they could have pulled. They could have gone around to like every single person on that set, and be like, hey, we need a line here. And I guarantee you, every single one of them would have been better than." From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. And he just sounds, of course, and then he just sounds whiny and... Ugh, it's Well, so that's bad. setting up Luke. That makes sense. Well, that it does, it does run in the family. This is true. Um, I just wanted to get some power converters, Obi-Wan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
it's just ah, oh, it's unfathomably bad. Just and I get that they they want to make it clear that oh he's turned. I think murdering a bunch of children pretty much gets that idea across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is such a bad line. Such a horrible, horrible line. Like I have nightmares about this line. <laughs> so bad. It's bad. But I'm not sure. What have I done? Is pretty terrible too. Well, the, I think that, I well, think the, that like the context, what the del- like the delivery on that one. That's true. The <laughs> performance. Have, yeah. Um, this one's, one's on just the, the actor. Character. One's on the writer. Yeah. This, this one, on the, in the context of what's going on, is just so ridiculous. Um, so yeah, that's my number one. All right, Alex, number one. My number one is just. Hayden Christensen or Anakin Skywalker just getting put together as Vader with all the machines and stuff, doing the operation on him with no anesthetic. That was awesome. Up until, you know, the, when he stands up and he, the, uh, I just forget about that. Point. And they completely undoes that whole scene. Yes, I know. <laughs> it does. But up to that point, it's so cool and he's screaming throughout the whole thing and you finally get the mask coming over him and the little TV screens on the inside popping up. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it was it was excellent meme fodder. That was like one of the first memes I remember. Because <laughs> yeah. you go to like I don't know, you're the man now. Or you you're the you're the man now. Dog dot com or whatever it was, <laughs> or somebody having the button. And you just push the button and it just goes no. Yep. Yeah, I I always when I watch it, it's like they didn't even like clean his wounds before they put that shit on there. It's like, maybe yeah. just put a little uh, Neosporin on the skin like, before. No, 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 they had the magic spray. <laughs> they sprayed some Bacta on him. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even put Bactine, let alone Bacta on him. <laughs> What's going on? But yeah, that's cool. I love the sound the helmet makes when it seals up. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like a shiner. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then he steps off and goes, no. Oh, God. Yeah. New. That's what I always think. Like, so I have to deal with this a lot with like scripts, where there's the drawn out no or go or something like that, and it just always looks like new or goo, goo, goo. Anyway, all right. Uh, so before we wrap up, how do you guys feel that so the so the Indian all of a sudden at the end of the movie, it's like okay, he puts on the suit. He walks and he meets Tarkin and they look at the building of the Death Star. What did you guys think about that? Um, that was cool. Yeah, it was cool that they didn't try to do too much. With I got the feeling that, that Lucas wanted to use more Tarkin. but To stay on Tarkin? Stay on Tarkin. <laughs> Can't shake him! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, he wanted to use more of it. He was actually restrained here and I thought it was kind of a cool beat to tie, tie in the episode four. Okay, and then the 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 shoehorn line of Space Jimmy Smith's telling the to have C three PO's mind wiped and do something with R two, just like, oh yeah, why does C three PO not remember any of this shit? And then it's like, oh, that was mind wiped. Yeah, that was who did it. Yeah, that was pretty lazy writing. Yeah, yeah. And then the the, the twins being delivered. That part I still like, but that's just because it's nostalgic. I don't know because they didn't say anything. No, one, no words were spoken. Uba. <laughs> I still think not being delivered. Sorry, handed to the to 
the prospective families, to Space Jimmy oh, Smith and, uh, and Baru and and Baru and Uncle Owen. Yeah, that part. Not yeah, not the actual deliveries. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put his it. we'll put his son like basically He's, in the <laughs> in the place he grew up. He'll yeah. never think to look there. God, oh, hidden in plain sight. Yeah. God. All right. Um, and then the other, I just have a couple honorable mentions. Uh, I liked it when Anakin cut off Dooku's head. That was cool. A lightsaber fight in the beginning of the movie is a is a rarity. Um, what else oh, yeah. do I have here? Shout out to Christopher Lee raising the, the lightsaber up over his head. <laughs> God. Um, I have. A, I think I said this at the very beginning, but I've never went into my a movie with my expectations set so low. So <laughs> solo coming out yeah. May twenty fifth. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty so. They're pretty low for that too. But we'll... um, and the one time I laugh, and like I, I know I hate jokes and stars, and I even hate this one, but it always makes me chuckle, and I don't know why. Is in the beginning of the movie when R two is with the other, they're trying to rescue Palpatine and. The big battle droid comes and R2 shocks it. And he just kicks R2 over. Stupid droid. And he kicks him over. I don't know why, but I laugh. Uh, I hate myself for that. Um, Those are my honorable mentions. I think I already mentioned the lizard. Mm -hmm. It's a boga. Or boba? Boga? Something like that. And and I did like uh, Obi-Wan's line when he... He kills Grievous with a blaster and says, so uncivilized. Yes. Anything from there you, Alex? Uh, yeah, but I forgot. <laughs> I finished my drink, so I forgot. Uh, All right, work. and now on to our crossover topics, which is... Wait, we got to rate it first, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, Like I said earlier, this is... I want to give us a three, because I think I gave the other ones a two, and I said I like this better than Attack of the Clones. It's still bad, but as you could tell, there's a few scenes that I liked. So I'll go three. And Star Wars, Scott. Uh shit. Um. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I give it a three. It's still still space opera. It's still a spectacle. Um, there is. There are some good acting, good actors here. Um, as we've already stated, a lot of it's terrible. Uh, but there are worse things out there, I suppose. So I'll give it a three. <laughs> it's a ringing endorsement. What, have you given a two or one to anything yet? Um, well, let's wait for the review of Mac and Me. Actually, I should put that on my list. <laughs> well, if we ever do Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, I, right, I think Alex. I gave a two to something. I don't remember what it was. Dune? Did you give t- Dune a two? Maybe. Okay. Alex. I was safe to give this movie a four, and then I remembered the honorable mention that I, that I wanted to say, which is the fucking Mace Windu sharpened lightsaber bullshit. <laughs> what? Yeah, three. <laughs> Fair enough. What? No. No. That's another thing we didn't mention. What the hell is that? What? A point on the lightsaber? What the fuck? Oh. No way we did. No way. Why would Palpatine keep shooting lightning bolts into his own face? Going, no. 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 
Because he's an idiot. You happy? All you part of his master plan. Dude is Darth Vader. <laughs> you heard that thing about chicks digging scars that he took it a bit too far? God. <laughs> There's another bit of dialogue, Scott. So this is how democracy ends. With thundering applause. What's our crossover list, Jeff? So bad. Disappointing movies. Disappointed. And I will say, um, this is not my. This would not make my list because I think. Well, my number one would be on the list, and it's very similar. (laughs) So, spoiler alert! God damn it! I spoiled my own thing. All right, number five for me. Yay. Batman v Superman. While I don't hate this movie, holy fuck, how do you mess up a movie called Batman v Superman? They found a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It, it's life, just not. Uh, uh, life, life finds a way. Enough said. I mean, I don't know if we've removed this, reviewed this movie yet, but it's just, come on. You got Batman. You got Superman. Hell, even Wonder Woman and Lex Luthor and Lois Lane. Well, let's just throw in uh, What's His Nuts. Doomsday, Doomsday, in there as well. <laughs> What's his nuts? <laughs> and because Batman fighting Superman is not a big enough attraction, we got to throw in this other guy, and then kill Superman in the second movie he's in. Because why? Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. Batman v Superman, hugely disappointing. But the one takeaway is that it did produce Wonder Woman, who was awesome. Jesus, so good. Scott, number five. Okay, my number five. So this is all taken from the. From from my point of view, oh. uh, not necessarily that these movies were like the worst movies or even bad movies necessarily, but just the disappointment level after they were done. So, so they didn't live up to your expectations, right? Right. Okay. So uh, my number five is uh, Age of Ultron. Um, so yeah. I I like Age of Ultron. I do not think it's a bad movie, um, but I was so fucking hyped for that after seeing Avengers. That I was definitely let down. Uh, there's no like one thing I can point to. It just it did not capture that same kind of energy that the first movie did with me. Um, I, I, I don't know how what else to really say about that. Um, it's definitely a letdown. It wouldn't make my top five, but it was a letdown. I agree with yeah. that. And I like the movie too, but it yeah, is definitely... yeah. So uh, that's definitely more recent, obviously. Uh, so yeah, number five. I was disappointed with Ultron. All right, Alex. My number five is Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay <laughs> okay. because I was expecting nothing from uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, and I saw it, and it was amazing. I was laughing like throughout the whole damn movie. So when they announced the sequel, I was like, "Dude, I'm fucking in!" And I was like, after I saw it, yeah, just supremely disappointed. Now, Harold and Kumar Saved Christmas, on the other hand, that movie's amazing. So, it's only the two two of those that exist for me. Guantanamo Bay is like a throwaway, bleh. I've Man. never seen any, any of those. No, just stick with White Castle and Christmas. Those are awesome. If you like a Euro Trip, Hot Tub Time Machine, stuff like that. So, so I, I don't blame you for being disappointed, but... <laughs> I like I liked the first... Harold and Kumar well enough, but it wasn't like I had huge expectations for the second one. <laughs> well, I did. Okay. All right. Um, my number four has got to be 
the Matrix sequels, both of them. But I'll give it to the second one because by the time the third one came out, I didn't have expectations because of the second one. Um, after that first movie, it was so awesome. It's only going to get better, and they're doing it right away. They're not taking forever like they did with this. at this point. This is when the prequels were coming out, right, and other stuff, and just uh, it's bad. And it's not nearly as bad as the third one, but that second one just it. I think it's the way it ended with. The guy talking like this about this the Matrix and you're an algorithm that's going to be... So. You're wrong, Colonel Sanders. Yeah, Colonel yeah. Sanders. <laughs> yeah, and just the stupid... We talk, we've talked about this movie a lot, about how disappointed it was. There's some cool moments, but compared to the first one, it sucks. So, Matrix 2 and 3. Scott. All right, so my number four um, is... So, I kind of... Kind of the one exception here. Um slightly as godfather three so so i remember seeing most of godfather three when i was younger probably even before i saw the other two godfathers um so a lot of time passes and then i rewatched godfather and godfather two and i'm blown away these are the like these movies are fucking incredible and i'm like oh i should check out godfather three again there's there's more of the story <laughs> and Woo. There's such a massive drop off there. So, so you know, we're talking about Star Wars. Like, all the Star Wars is just the fantasy of it all, the spectacle. Like, Godfather is based on, like, these kind of close family dramas, just these these conversations, this kind of slow burn. And they just... Godfather 3 just has none of it. Mm. Um, got a helicopter. It does have a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's got Fat Tony. Yeah. Joey Zaza. What? What did I do? Uh, so, I, so, yeah, I can't it, honestly. Like, so, I couldn't. <laughs> Shelby Bill loves this movie because it's got cousins uh, dating. <laughs> so, so let's say. Arrested Development. Let's say you're talking to somebody and they'd never seen the first two Godfather movies, but for some reason they watched Godfather 3. Like, how would you get them to watch the first two? Oh, okay. See, from that, I think if you haven't watched the first two, and you just watched Godfather three, it's not that bad. It's not. No, it's by far not like the worst movie on here, but just the drop off there. But if they haven't seen the first two, so if, if you went in there and it was it's a good, it's a good movie, then then they'd just be blown away by the first two. Yeah, that's probably the way like, you should watch it. <laughs> watch a third yeah. one, and then be blown so. away by the next two. Okay. I saw Conan the Destroyer Maybe. first, and I was blown away by the Barbarian. So. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Whew. So this was I thought about this one, but by the time I watched all three, they were all out before I watched any of them. Right. And I right. had already kind of heard the great one, the third one wasn't that good. So I watched one and two. I had to watch three. And yeah, it definitely was a drop off, but because it wasn't disappointing because I just kind of heard through everybody that it was a bad one. So that's why I didn't make make my list. Alright. Diane Keaton was in full Diane Keaton mode. Yeah. With all her pantsuits and whatnot, so it's like Jesus. Hey, she was kind of attractive in the first one. What the hell happened? Yeah. I will say, does Godfather 3 have the most quotable line from any Godfather movie with, as soon as I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Yeah, that That one's probably one of the more quoted ones, yeah. 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 Um, The made him offer Everywhere I look, it's Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Tracy. (laughs) And and Bear Bar did it. (laughs) Bear Bar did it. Big boy, Dick Tracy. Big boy, Dan. We're gonna be bigger uh, than U.S. Steel. 
Hey, Michael. All right. Um, I don't know whose turn it. Alex, say something. Uh, my number four is, I believe, Jurassic Park Two, the other one directed by Spielberg. Yeah, Lost World. Is that the one where the T Rex ends up in fucking San, San Diego? Diego? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a letdown. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Uh, and then I read that interview, or I think I saw the interview. It was like, well, if I didn't, you know, have the 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 dinosaur go into San Diego, the audience would kill me. It's like, no, motherfucker, I'm killing you because you did shit like that for this movie. <laughs> I thought damn. actually, I thought that was like the best part of the movie was Jeff fucking T Rex being let loose in a city. Yeah, by that point, I was. Uh, that by far was so. Even if that was a horrible, it was not the worst part of the movie. I think we all, all know what the worst part of the movie was. Gymnastics girl. Yes. Jesus. I I think I mentioned. I mean, I this that's a good call, Alex, because it is definitely a huge drop off. But I think I like some of this movie enough that I wouldn't put on that. I thought the beginning part was good, but the trailer and the T Rexes, and then it kind of goes to shit. But yeah, that's a good call though. I, this might make my honorable mention. All right, um, my number three uh, is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, that's, that's an HM no, I for me. I didn't have high hopes to begin with on that motherfucker. You, why wouldn't you? I guess because the prequels have already come out. And yeah. Jaded. <laughs> that's and that's I a knew. good point. I guess and I was then, stupid. As soon as I saw that stupid CGI gopher, it's like, I fucking knew it. Yeah, it does yeah, not start off seen... strong with the whole uh, refrigerator thing. Yeah, but go. So I don't remember seeing any trailers for. I'm mean, sure I did, but I remember the trailers did not dissuade me or anything. So I was ready to watch this movie, and then yeah, I was excited. I guess too. I should have known because of the prequels, but it was bad. And uh, yeah, this is one of those. Actually, I didn't even see it in the theater. I bought the Blu-ray when it came out, thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna like this." And not only do I have one copy of this, I have two copies on the Blu-ray because oh, when the Jeebus. when the trilogy, when the box set came out, it just came with it. So now I have two <laughs> copies of this goddamn thing. Well, now you have a coaster. <laughs> yeah, <Two> coasters. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, it's so disappointing. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Scott, number three. Uh, number three is Matrix Revolutions. Okay. So we yeah, pretty much is. talked about. All, some of the bad things. So, uh, Reloaded at least had that freeway sequence. Yes, it does. Going that's, for it. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I can't, I can't come up with anything like that for Revolutions. Um, nope. So yeah, and there's just the whole kind of meta bullshit going on with him being Jesus, and eh, just all kind of again disappointing. So yeah, Re- Revolutions my number three. All right, Alex. Uh, my number three, spoiler alert, is North by Northwest. Jeebus okay. <laughs> H, was I let down by this movie. Really? Right, well, don't say any more, because I still haven't watched or finished it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Really, Alex? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to be as harsh to say that this movie outright sucks, but it's not. I didn't like it. It's not good. Have you didn't like super high expectations for it, too? Yeah. Okay. Really, Hitch- Hitchcock and you like, thought it's oh my sucked. gosh, and it's it's raving and everything. You re- <sighs> well, everybody's like, dude, one of the best films ever. And it's like, okay, and you know, on this podcast, we've you know we've talked about Casablanca, and other, we appreciate older movies. 
so it's like, okay, it's at least going to be at that level. It's like, no, no way. Not even close. All right. Now I'm, inter- now I'm really interested in seeing it <laughs> or fin- finishing it. I've, I've watched like 20 minutes of it, so I got to get back okay. to it. Um, all right. My number two is The Hobbit Trilogy. Mm. <laughs> Honorable mention. Uh, uh, loving Lord of the Rings, all three of them, watching them multiple times in the theater, watching every single special feature on those big combo DVD sets over and over and over again, and then <laughs> buying the Blu-rays, <laughs> yeah, buying them again on Blu-ray, yes, and then just coming home or coming out of the theater for yeah, from watching the first one, uh, I, I was like, what did I just see? Okay, I'll watch it again. No, it was bad. And and then the watching the second one, <sighs> and just having the second one, yeah. And then watch the third one just because I had to, and I've only seen that once. I think I've seen the Desolation of Smog twice, and I've seen I don't even know what the first one's called, Fellowship of a Hobbit. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> but... uh, what was the first one called? Just Something the Journey, Unexpected Journey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or Adventure or something. I've seen that one a few times. Like I said, I wanted it to be good, so I watched it a few times, and then just fucking barrels and bullshit. And, and it's the same people, too. That's what I don't understand. Like, I, I don't get it. Maybe we can do an episode on this one of these movies, but it's Peter Jackson. It's the same It's uh, the same visual effects, guys. It's Everything's the same, and it's just... And I've seen some behind the Except stuff. for the best boy. That's the only person that changed. <laughs> yeah, the key grip. Steve, yeah, key grip. Stephen Colbert's in it. Well, I'm sorry, Colbert. <laughs> yeah. So, so when, when, I, when I went to... <laughs> because he listens to the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Colbert. <laughs> so so when, I, uh, when I went to see it, um, it, just after I'd been in a car accident, and my car got totaled, and uh, they, the doctor gave me muscle uh, muscle relaxants and some oxycodone or codone. Jesus! And I so <laughs> damn. So I popped one of each before I went to go watch the movie. And oh I, shit! And I you should do that. And I and I and I pretty much enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I got out of the theater and kind of like I had the huh? same reaction that you did, Jeff. Like talking about like the first one was like. Did I actually like it, or was I just high? Because I don't. Because <laughs> I like thought I really thought about it, and I'm like, Ugh. there were things that I did like about it, but like I wasn't angry about shit that I think I should be. I'm unsure. And then I have watched it again, and I'm like, yeah, it's not that great. I do remember at the time laughing um, at the the Mario, <laughs> the Mario block jumping that fucking Layla's does. In the third one you're talking about, you liked? No, 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 no. Like laughing at it because it was so bad. Uh, no, but you were high for the third one. Yes, yes. Fuck, you must have been really high to even think that third one was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was just like nice and warm. It was like middle of December, oh, just like, <laughs> like, yeah, just uh, taking it all in. <laughs> Should never have been three movies. That's the first problem. Yep. Um, but we'll talk about that another time. Yes. Uh, Scott, number two. I'm number two. So I'm actually hopping off of movies here, even though that is the topic. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm going to Mass Effect 3, um, which uh, for anybody that 
follows the Vigi games, like at least Alex and I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an infamously disappointing ending to the trilogy yeah, uh, that, yeah. that is set up through all three games. Um, so it's, we, we've talked about on this podcast about uh, getting through nine episodes of Star Wars or like every MCU, but to play through all three Mass Effect games is like even more of a commitment. Oh, yeah. Um, Multiple times. And, you know, without spoiling anything, um, like 95% of the game is amazing and I loved it. But the ending was so unsatisfying. Um, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. Um, and I'm not one of those people that needs, like, the mega happy ending to be, like, satisfied with, with whatever happens at the end. Uh, but there was way more to it than that that just kind of, like, was kind of a slap in the face for anybody that invested time into the like in the characters and the story um so yeah mass effect 3 mm-hmm. I definitely agree. just to add to that <laughs> you haven't played them oh <laughs> uh, mass effect 2 definitely the high point and de- also play mass effect 3 it's a great game just like the last 40 minutes i'd say half an hour Whatever that whole last bit is, it's 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 a slog if you do it more than once. Like I did because I was in such fucking disbelief that yeah. <laughs> I must have missed something. That I like immediately replayed the ending and nope, that was it. Yeah, I agree with it, but yeah, yeah, that left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> but Andromeda saved it, right? Andromeda, I actually like Andromeda. <laughs> I'm I'm actually Boo. I we'll talk about that some other time, but I actually <laughs> yeah, uh, John had lots of things wrong with it, a lot of things wrong with it, but I still enjoyed it. Um, anyways, that's my number two, Mass Effect three. All right, Alex, number two, my number two, and this is the first time I remember ever being disappointed with a movie. Ever, Superman four. <laughs> Holy shit! Really. I, think I was too young to have expectations when that movie came out. <laughs> no, because Superman 1 or 2 were amazing, because I saw them as I was, when I was a kid. I saw Superman 3, and I was still kind of young, so it didn't hit me how bad that movie was. I mean, it's okay, but that uh, robot lady at the end really freaked me out to the point where it was like, oh man, Superman 4, they're going to pull out some crazy fucked up villain you know, for this one or something, right? And it's like, you just, no, it's the guy's weakness is just the shade. <sighs> uh, it was terrible, just effects. Uh, I I hate Superman 4. Sorry, Christopher Reeves, wherever you are. Hey, he's with Lois Lane right now. He's Krypton, oh, Krypton. R. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Can you read my mind? <laughs> no. Can you see my underwear? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking Superman. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing Superman 4 in the theater, and I liked it, but I was, like, super young, so I just was like, whatever. Like, it was Superman for me. Uh, not, but honestly, I haven't seen it since. <laughs> so I, I, I know everyone tells me it's terrible, Dude, but it's watching a it as a five-year-old or whatever I was, or eight-year-old, I still liked it. No, even when I was a kid, I was like, Jeebus. <laughs> That's like <laughs> that I learned that there was evil in the world. Superman 4. To be honest, the only thing I remember from that movie, besides the, like the villain and he had like lightning 
fingernails or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't there like an exhibit with Superman's hair and it's like holding yeah. like a bunch of weight or something? I so, thought that was cool. It's like, here's a yeah. strand of Superman hair holding up a hundred tons of, of steel, yeah. solid steel. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not as cool as flicking peanuts at a bunch of bottles in the bar, but. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All Are right. You? My number one is Phantom Menace. This is pretty easy for me. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, no movie has ever had so much hype or anticipation. It was never going to live up to it. I will say that. No matter what would have happened, I, would, I wouldn't have liked it as much. But it's still a terrible movie, even if I give it that <laughs> head start. Uh, it, it's just... Uh, there's not much to say. Everyone, I pretty much... I think our generation is going to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, the hype for it... Uh, I mean, I don't know, kids now, like, how, like, Force Awakens to me did not feel like this much hype, but maybe it's because we lived through Phantom Menace, but if you grew up with Phantom Menace, is that being your first Star Wars and you went to Force Awakens, maybe it was the same thing? I don't know. By the way, if you're a parent out there and you showed your kids Phantom Menace as the first Star Wars movie, fuck you. (laughs) Show them whatever movies you want. That's all I gotta say. Not Phantom Menace. (laughs) But we are gonna have to call Child Protective (laughs) Services and take it away. Serio. That's my number Dude, one. Dude, when my mom was taking care of the kids and she showed them Phantom Menace, I was upset. Were you upset because they actually liked it when you got home? They were yes! Like, oh, no, well, Steven, you shouldn't restrict them from it. it. When, you, when you found out, Alex, did you go, no? <laughs> I did. I had them on a strict diet of the original trilogy only. And that's the only thing they would ask me for. And then after that, uh, uh. You should let them make their own decision, their own minds. <laughs> I like, I, I like uh, the idea of Alex trying to explain to his mom why she shouldn't have done that, and Alex's mom not giving a shit. Yeah. Not only not understanding why you were upset, but also not giving a shit. No, I didn't even try because <laughs> I knew that was a losing battle. So I was yeah, like, your mom would not have okay. cared less. It's okay, mom. <laughs> it's all right. All right, uh, Scott, your number one. Uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, we all Obviously. we all got to the theater super early. <laughs> stood outside. Midnight. I think it was I think it was in the summer though, right? So it wasn't like it was cold or anything. But uh It was May. It was yeah. this time of year. It was May. Yeah. Yep. Remember it was right after our track banquet. Oh yeah. Yeah, we skipped out and yeah, stood in line. We watched it was it was kinda of fun being out there. Like now I wouldn't want to fucking do it for I don't know. No, but it was like special, our, but... our version of tailgating. Yeah, we just like all Over people there, like, out. like it was it was kind of cool. Like everybody, you had to go get in the line for your theater, um, yeah. and then everybody costume people were like set up with tents and shit because they'd been there like yeah. for days because you, they wanted <laughs> to get to the front of the lines so they could, they could get good seats. I don't even remember where we sat. Uh, it couldn't have been too bad though. Um, otherwise, I would have remembered. Like sitting, I would have, I definitely would have remembered sitting all the way in the fucking front because I would have hated it. Mm-hmm. We uh, did that for one movie. I remember us sitting in the front and to the side for one midnight showing yeah. of something, and somebody around us had the worst bo ever. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> but that that, the back then was... we were watching everything at midnight, so yeah. this could have been Spider Man yeah. too. Could have Spider Spider Man, X Men, yeah, Spiderman, Spiderman. Uh. Which was Phantom Menace, the one where special guest Brian popped the uh, beach ball? No, 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 no. That was, no, I I definitely remember. That was Matrix Reloaded. I was going to say, that was a Matrix movie. (laughs) That was definitely Matrix Reloaded. We almost had to fight a theater full of people. No, Brian almost had to fight a theater full of people. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, so give credit to your brother. The fucking balls in that guy. <laughs> to flip off the entire theater. <laughs> well, Why did he pop it? It was a thing where we were having fun. Screw him. Not only did he pop it, but then when he got up to go to the bathroom, everybody booed him. He, he stopped bowed. and flipped off. Yeah, he flipped everybody <laughs> off, and then he bowed. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the greatest thing he's yeah, ever done. Yeah, no, I I almost wish he yeah, just like he like yeah, joined. I, I almost wish he like joined the army the next day and like has been stationed in like Alaska ever since or something. So that he was still fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. We just like remember him as he was. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this is that So yeah, I think like, yeah, consensus. Phantom Menace biggest letdown. <laughs> Oh, uh, honorable yeah. mention. Um, I think I think Jeff already went through a couple of my honorable mentions, but uh, the the first Wolverine movie, X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh fucking shit! Uh, steaming yep. turd that was. But they picked it. They they righted the ship on that one though, because I liked the second one. I forget what it was called. That was just Wolverine something or just Wolverine, the Wolverine. Which is the one with um, his brother, and they do the back-to-back shit. That's the first one. That's the one I was oh, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they yeah, write Ryan the ship. Like... Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> so they, uh, yeah, they kind of write the ship. The ship with him fighting ninjas in the next one, and then Logan was really good. Logan. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, Wol- Wolverine versus Ninja. Samurai. Yep, Wolverine versus Ninja. That's a win-win proposition right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, yeah, that that's my HM X Men Origin Wolverine, not good, not good. Um, yeah, I have honorable mention the I know which, which I think you guys like. I never like the live action Ninja Turtle movies. <gasps> huh. Yeah, I think I was because I'm older than you guys, and I went in. And I was like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was probably already too old to be watching the cartoon to begin with. <laughs> and then by the time the live action show came out, I was like, yeah. Sucks. I'm gonna go watch the hockey game. I remember seeing the third one in the theaters. I don't think I ever saw that. I'm gonna go back in time or something. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw. Yeah, go back to feudal sure. Japan. Second one was meh. I liked all of them. I liked the first one. Did you guys ever go? This is totally. All right, real quick. The the. Do you ever see go to the theaters at the main place mall? Yeah. Yeah. I only went there a couple times, and was one was to see Turtles, and they had that long hallway that went. To the theaters, right? Like you bought the tickets and then you went upstairs. And you had, I just remember there was a long hallway. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I don't remember that. Or you can go into the movies for free by taking the disabled elevator. <laughs> there you <laughs> Which go. Which I did on uh, multiple occasions. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it just costs a dollar to go up there. I and there's <sighs> a bunch of people starting knife fights, so I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the middle of a movie. The fuck you say? Knives. Stabbing weapons. Yeah, <laughs> I I remember going more often to the to the city back when that was a mall, like an indoor mall. I only went there once. So, so that's where I saw Superman four, but I saw on the outside the dollar fifty theater, the one outside, not the yeah, one inside. That's the one I went to that theater once. Yeah. I went inside that mall once too. Yeah, I used to go in a lot. They had the puppy store. I remember, and my mom <laughs> took me to see Bambi inside the the city mall one. Okay, I, I remember that. All right, uh, we're rambling. It's time for Alex No Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? 
so I got a I got a I got a question. All right. So uh, it says over here that Degrom matches career high with thirteen Ks. What the heck is a K? It's not a knockout. I mean, did he beat thirteen people? That definitely would have been a record. <laughs> a strikeout. Beans and knocks out thirteen people. K- Why is it a? S- Actually, okay. I don't know where K came from. Yeah, other than... it's part of the word. Yeah, it's a letter in the word strike. Hmm. However, Alex, if you look on the score sheet or they'll put it in the stands, whenever he gets a strikeout, they'll do a K. But if it's a, sometimes the K is the other way. It's a backwards K. Would you know the difference? Why the uh, one would be forward and one would be backwards? Is that like a foul ball? Nope. Oh. Well, then know. that's that the one where he sense, just... But... <laughs> the, the batter just swung backwards. Like the other way around. Wow. He was a righty, but he swung lefty. <laughs> oh. And if he, he struck, struck out, out looking, which means you didn't swing on the last pitch and you struck out, then it's a backwards K. Yep. Looking at what? The pitch. So it was thrown right down the strike zone and you didn't swing at it and you, you struck out that way. That's a... That's a oh, so it was just okay. And uh, one follow up, one follow up question. Uh, sorry, this is a, a, a probably a sore wound for you, Jeff. But the Golden Knights just won, yeah. right? Against the Jets. Who are the Jets? You don't know the Winnipeg the... Jets, Alex? <laughs> no, is this a new team? Did they come up this season too, like the Knights? No. You're kidding, right? I've never heard of the Jets in hockey. Because they're from Winnipeg. No one hears anything from Winnipeg. <laughs> Are you guys pulling away chain here? No. So, okay. There is actually history. They were in Winnipeg for like 20 or 30 years, something like that. Then the team moved to Phoenix. And then Winnipeg didn't have a team for another 10, 20 years. Then the team from Atlanta moved to Winnipeg. And they just re- they just took the name of their old team, the Jets. So, wait. Okay. But, okay. So, the Jets moved to Phoenix where they were the Coyotes? Yeah. But they were okay. the Jets, and they were the Winnipeg Jets that turned into the Phoenix Coyotes. And then the Atlanta Thrashers moved to Winnipeg, and they became the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> and that happened like eight years ago now well, or something. Why didn't Phoenix just make their own team? <laughs> so they didn't have to take one and rename it. It's like, oh, we'll, well just make the Coyotes. That happens in sports, Alex. That happens a lot. all the time. Yeah. You know, the Lakers aren't so, from Los Angeles. They're from Minnesota. The Dodgers are from Brooklyn. That shit happens. I know, but did all the players move over there to Phoenix too? Yeah. Yeah. Everything oh, moves. Shit. It actually makes oh, it makes a lot more sense because when you have to add a team, like the Cold Knights, and you have these bullshit drafts where you poach good players from every single team, <laughs> and then and then also you oh, make sorry. you make the league like lopsided potentially too, where we have divisions that have more teams than others. I mean, think of the Rams and Raiders. They left us, and now the Rams are back, and now the Raiders are going to Vegas. So yeah, oh, it's just it happens. It happens a lot. Okay, I didn't think the players all moved. The Bre- the Cleveland Browns yeah. moved to Baltimore and became the Baltimore Ravens after the Baltimore Colts had moved to Indianapolis and became the Colts, and then they created a brand new team in Cleveland and named them the Browns again. <laughs> yes, that all happened. <laughs> that all happened. <laughs> Foosball. Sports are weird. Yeah. What you ever thought why the Lakers are called the Lakers? Oh, because they were from Minnesota. Yeah. Well, not I just told you that. But yes, that's why they're called the Lakers. Why no, the Dodgers already, called the Dodgers. Why, why, why the Clippers called the Clippers? Because they like to clip people in the knees when they play. Well, there's nope. well, that too, but they're from a place that had ships. I.e. San Diego. A clippers, a clippers a ship? It is. I thought it was a schooner. They also ship. 
but also a sailboat. I thought also it was a jarhead type thing, too. A clipper? Yeah, you use clippers to make them jarheads. Hmm. That's what I always thought. Because <laughs> San Diego getting military. I knew it was military based. I don't know. I don't know. Because San Diego yeah, has like both. It has everything. are cool. They are. <laughs> Damn. All right. Okay. It's time for Nim News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Uh, hey. Uh, as we kind of mentioned earlier, a sad note that Margot Kidder has passed away. Uh, the not the original Lois Lane, but the perhaps the the most well remembered from mm-hmm. the Superman franchise, the ones with Christopher Reeve. Uh, she, I didn't read up on how she passed. Do you guys know? No, nope. I fell from a helicopter. That'd do it. I, I know she had battled demons <laughs> or the in the Eiffel past. Tower. <laughs> or the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so yeah, again, sad news. Oh. We'll, she'll be remembered for that. All right, uh, she, she's my favorite Lois Lane. Would, oh yeah, the same for you guys or no? She's she's my favorite. I, I you know I always have a uh, how can I put this uh, a boner for Terry Hatcher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's that's a that's a good way of putting it. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, again, sad news. Um, speaking of DC stuff, uh, there's a rumor that uh, Marina Baccarin, Bassarin, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, that uh, she wants to play Catwoman. And I say, yes, please. I don't know who that is. Yeah, me either. That's, that's uh, she's on Gotham. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on. Um, she's Deadpool, and Deadpool. Yeah. She's the girlfriend. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Some Firefly. Yeah. That's got it. We got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also okay. Uh, v. <laughs> yeah, she was also in V. Uh, yeah, she wants to play Catwoman, and I think that is a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Let's make that happen, guys. So they probably won't do it. And it's a good idea. So I, I don't think she's a great actress. Really? Yeah. I don't think you're a great actress. Yeah. Well, what do you think about that, Jeff? Fair enough. I don't think I'm a great <laughs> actress either. Okay. I just... But you know what? I've been watching her in Gotham, so maybe that's not fair. <laughs> Your stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff and his stories. Uh, so there's that. And then uh, finally, just a little small review for me. I watched... Uh, so, so we've said before that while MCU crushes DCEU, whatever the fuck it's called now, um, with the live-action stuff, uh, Warner Brothers has typically had a pretty strong animated division for all oh, the DC yeah. stuff, uh, and I've enjoyed yeah. a lot of it. Um, I watched uh, Batman Ninja. Oh, how is that? Not good. <laughs> oh, sounds terrible. I was, the visuals, I was the just visuals one, look really You know, cool. the animation I liked... Uh, yeah, it definitely had cool visuals. It was a cool take, like visually, anyways, on the on numerous characters. Uh, a good chunk of the, uh, without spoiling too much, a good chunk of Batman's rogue gallery was in the movie. Uh, but it was just weird. Like the it, the whole thing was produced by like uh, a Japanese team and had very uh, kind of anime manga sensibilities to it that I don't mm. think worked very well for Batman. Uh, yeah, and then the whole thing just goes right off the rails. It jumps the shark at numerous points, and then 
And yeah, I didn't did not really like it all that much. Um, but you know, they can't all be hits. Uh, I, I was yeah. I was disappointed, so I will spoil one small thing. So I had watched uh, Gotham by Gaslight Gaslamp, which oh, I still had to watch which was which I did like, which was really good. And the premise of that one is if it's Batman, but it takes place at the turn of the century. So you have that same kind of level of technology. Um, and that was really good. Um, so I thought this was going to be the same thing, only Batman grows up in Japan. Um, yeah. That's not the case. There's oh. some time-traveling shenanigans. and Oh, okay. Uh, but it's, yeah. it's all established at the very beginning of the movie, so it's not much of a spoiler. Uh, but yeah, it just did not float my boat, as they say. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it for me, Alex. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about here? Uh, no, I'm good. All right, Jeff, anything you wanted to go just, over? Just a quick review. I finished watching Cobra Kai on YouTube Red. I highly recommend it. Okay, uh, it's really good. Um, and I'll see the first two episodes are free, no matter what. And then you have to get YouTube Red, and there's a 300 day trial for that as well. So I watched it all free. I already canceled it. <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. Yeah. So, but it was really good. Uh, you know, it's having you know Daniel and Johnny are definitely the two main characters. Um, but then you you, co- you you go for those characters, but you stay for the new generation of kids and stuff. Okay. So I think it's a good way of bringing an audience in. But then you do start to like the story and the new characters they introduce. So, so that's yeah, a couple cameos. So, so that's for anything, Jeff. Uh, like, how serious do they play it? They don't. But they don't totally make fun of it either. I think it's a good uh, balance they have. Okay. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll make a little, you know, they'll make some meta jokes here and there, but then also they do take it seriously. Like, you know, Johnny's life has kind of turned to shit ever since <laughs> that happened, right? And he lost to Daniel. And, and, and since they've beaten him up at the beginning of Karate Kid 2. So, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it, but just, yeah. I Watch the first two. They're free, no matter what. You don't have to do, okay. sign up for anything. I would recommend doing that. Um, when, when you say I that, actually, sorry. When you say that it's free, like, do you mean without ads or can't watch it unless we sign up for the thing? The first two are to- it's YouTube. There's no ad- I, there may be a I mean, there's an ad at the end of the, each episode saying subscribe to YouTube Red, but that there's no commercials. Just look up Cobra Kai on YouTube on your phone or your computer, and you will get to watch the first two episodes. Okay. Um, hmm. And then I said that gets into the second one where they just start. Okay, now the rest, the, watch the rest. Sign up for YouTube Red. Oh, I even went back and rewatched all three, three of the four Karate Kid movies, <laughs> uh, and I loved it. I I forgot everything about the third movie, and it it is awful. It's as bad as I remembered, but I had forgotten what happened. And all three of them are canon. There's references to all three things that have happened. Please, uh, so pretty cool. I I don't respond. I was gonna say, please tell me that the over Harry gets got dumped by all three women, but I guess I'll watch and find out. Yeah, watch it and find out. And uh, it's by the writers of Harold and Kumar and Hot Tub Time Machine, Alex. So if you like yeah, that. okay. But it's not that funny. Like I would say, I would say right. there's interviews of them saying like, oh, we don't want these funny guys to do it. And it's not that. Like think of like the Russo brothers going to Infinity War. Maybe that's a high bar, but something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. That's all I got. Yeah, got to check it out. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>
We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.